Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm and Boston Scientific. We stream it live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Skill. Boom! It is Thursday, Cowboys Nation. And today, switching up a bit, usually Wednesdays we take a preview, a quick look at the upcoming game. But today we'll take a quick look at this season finale, can't believe we're here, against the Washington football people and why I think this is still a good test for the Cowboys. Stick with me, stick with me. This is still a good test for the Cowboys heading into the playoffs. In these particular areas, they can gain some momentum. In the roundup, the NFL has listed their Hall of Fame finalists, and the Cowboys have three of them. One, two, three. Don't think all three will get in because that's the NFL and you can only, what, nominate five or only can bring in five or something like that. And this list is crazy. But we'll touch on that in the in the uh, in the roundup. Plus, we got a practice report. Good news on a couple players. Weird news on another. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into the fallout of a uh, particular personnel move that was made yesterday. So uh, you guys stick around for that. But good morning. Bomb squad. Bomb mm. squad. Appreciate you, S to B. Appreciate you, man. And, and, and listen, if you say I'm the best, y'all are the best. Uh, I truly do mean that. And I cannot believe we are at the final game of the season. Now, for us, for, for, for the Bomb Squad, for me, for A to Z Sports Dallas, we don't go anywhere uh, after the season is over. But, man, it really makes you, when you think about it, it makes you think about how fast the season goes and how long the offseason is because we get to – that dead period, and we're like, oh, man, I just can't wait for football season to get here. We get the football season, and in a blink, it's done. We are here. The, the last game of the 2023 regular season, and then we get into the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens then. Toxic, for you, you you already uh, already know what's going to happen, according to you, Toxic. I, I remember there was a uh, comment you had yesterday when you was like, if the Cowboys lose in the playoffs, you're going to see a Migo all toxic on you guys. But why? You already have it set in your head what's going to happen. No need to be toxic. No need to be toxic, toxic. It's already set in your head what will happen. So for the rest of us that have some hope, let us have that hope, toxic. <laughs> um, a little more updates on... Damar Hamlin, I told you guys, I'm going to try to keep you guys updated as, as much as possible. His uncle did come out. We talked about that yesterday and, and said he's he's doing better. The Bills actually came out and said the same thing. And then his father spoke with the team. He spoke with the team on a Zoom meeting and said they needed that uh, to lift them up. So we're hearing encouraging things for Damar. Continue to send our thoughts and prayers. I know that's kind of becoming taboo, but seriously, 
If you believe in it, send your thoughts and prayers to Damar and his family. And uh, his family is handling this thing. It seems like uh, extremely well. The Bills are handling it well. And we hope, we hope that uh, things will, will turn around for him and, and he pulls through. So if you want, you can still donate. I think it's above $5 million now. Uh, to his toy drive, which is which is fantastic. It's going to help so many kids in McKee's Rock area up in Pittsburgh. Uh, again, I always talk about how I'm familiar with the area. That is going to help a lot, and I hope they can do even more than just the toy drive with it because that, that'll be a big uplift for that community. So thoughts and prayers are with you, Damar and, DeMar and the Hamlin family. Let's hope you pull it through. With that said, let's hit this roundup and touch on this Washington matchup. And I'm going to say this with confidence. Should not be a particularly long show. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time for... It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey! Yo. I feel like I do this every year. This is two years in a row now, the roundup. We've talked about the Hall of Fame finalists. But when I first came on the scene on YouTube, very interesting enough, we talked about Darren Woodson. And he was the first big interview we had on the channel. At the time, it was a Skywalker Steel channel. And I would reach out to Woody and say, hey, man, good luck. You're a finalist for the, for the Hall of Fame. Here I am three years later. Hey, Woody, good luck. You're a finalist for the Hall of Fame. The Cowboys have three of, man, what seem like a laundry list of Hall of Fame finalists announced yesterday. Darren Woodson among them. And I'll get to the other two here in a second. But there's no doubt in my mind Darren Woodson is long overdue. Five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champion, I did a radio hit. Shout out to Reg and KG on the Get Right yesterday on 105.3 The Fan. And Reg asked me about Darren Woodson. And I said, you know, paraphrasing, D-Ware, I'm going to let you finish. But Darren Woodson is long overdue. In my opinion, Woody helped transcend that position because he was an elite cover guy. He was an elite run defender. He can play cornerback. He had the speed, the power, the intelligence. He... He is really the prototypical safety you you want, probably still now, even now. But in the 90s, I'm sorry, Leroy Butler, John Lynch. I give you Brian Dawkins if you want, but Brian Dawkins ain't a three-time Super Bowl champion. So Darren Woodson is long overdue. It's a bit ridiculous that he's not in, and I got a feeling he won't get in again, man. I hate to say it, but... The list, I think they're going to elect to go with some other guys on that list. And it's just it's just ridiculous at this point. The other guys, Chuck Howley. Before the Manster rocked that 54, Howley made it what it was. And as a historian of not just the Cowboys, but the game in general, I remember, you know, growing up and watching some of the uh, NFL films in Super Bowl V, Baltimore Colts, Dallas Cowboys. And that was the first time I found out that the Super Bowl MVP was from a losing team. And Chuck Howley, six-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, Super Bowl MVP, and also a Super Bowl champion. 
Another guy that's probably long overdue to get into the Hall of Fame as well. You would think the Cowboys being the Cowboys, you know, these type of guys would be in the Hall of Fame. Pretty weird to me. But Chuck Howley's another one. I believe he's a senior finalist, so maybe he gets in if it doesn't count towards the five. I, I don't know. And then DeMarcus Ware, who we all believe got snubbed last year. Uh, nine-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, all-decade team in the 2000s, and a Super Bowl champion, unfortunately, not with the Cowboys, but with the Denver Broncos. And it wasn't like he just went over there and rode the coattails of that team. No, he was a, a double-digit sack guy, a leader, and he helped propel them to the Super Bowl. In fact, he made some plays in that Super Bowl. So, listen, one of these three have to get in. They have to. I thought D. Ware was going to be first ballot. Uh, there was a lot of people last year saying, no, first ballot is Reggie White, is LT, and these type of guys. I personally think, you know, while D. Ware had his shortcomings in Dallas, of the 2000s, there, there was only a handful of guys that might have been better than D. Ware, and then you could argue he was right there with them. So Hall of Fame player, no doubt about it. Hope to see him in, um, in, in the Hall of Fame in a few months. Let's get to the practice report from Wednesday. Uh, good news on Tony Pollard, which we knew about on Monday. He was back in full, and I think he's going to be gearing up to play against the Washington football people. Put a pin in that because we'll talk about that a little bit later. And then LVE was back in a limited fashion, but he is not expected to play. This is more of a ramp-up period for the playoffs. But, but good news, he's back out there. He's moving around, and... Uh, if we can get LVE back, that's only going to help, I think, this defense. For Washington, however, they had 11 players listed on their practice report. And all 11 were DNPs did not practice. Oh, that's a lot of people. I mean, I mean, I, I get it. It's the last game of the season. Maybe you, know, you just don't really quite care about. I, I don't know. But. 11 players, 11 DMPs, it's kind of crazy. But the headline of, of the DMPs was defensive tackle, all-pro, pro bowler, Jonathan Allen, who left the Browns game early with the knee injury and did not return. So that will be something to watch uh, throughout this week to see if he plays. But even if he doesn't, again, we're going to take a quick preview of that defense over there. I still think it'd be a, a nice little test for the Cowboys, man. Nice little test. Now, will the Cowboys be with Tyler Biotish? Probably not. Will they be with Kelvin Joseph? We'll see. <laughs> he uh, had a tooth injury, or tooth injury, a tooth issue, and he did not practice. Now, before we get on Kelvin Joseph, Donovan Wilson also had a tooth uh, situation a few weeks back, and he didn't practice for a few days. I don't know what's going on with him and his tooth, but I can tell you this. I've had an abscess tooth, I believe is what it's called before. And I would not wish that pain on my worst enemy. That pain is crazy because your nerve is right there. I'm not saying that's what happened with him, but that's the that's one of the few things with the teeth that could cause you not to practice man that pain is excruciating um and, and and the only way to deal with it is to get heavily medicated um and who knows maybe he had to get a, a his tooth pulled maybe there was an infection somewhere i don't know but 
An abscess tooth is no joke. And I'm not saying that's what he had, but I'm just trying to put it out there that you might say, well, he's a football player, Sky. It's a tooth. Suck it up. Or as I say, buck up, Bart. All right. I'd like to see you go through an abscess tooth. (laughs) Oh, boy. My son looked at me when I had that going on, and and he was concerned. He was concerned, but no, man. I don't know what the deal is with his tooth, but he did not practice. And again, he's a guy that needs to be out there. Needs to be out there. And then finally, in the middle of the show yesterday, we got the breaking news that James, as Law likes to say, James Washington was released. And he is now out on the streets to be a free agent and sign wherever he may want to sign. Uh, again, as I said yesterday, I didn't think it was necessarily a huge deal. He's a guy that got hurt in the OTAs, got hurt in training camp, and he only played in like 22 snaps with zero receptions. So I don't think he'll be missed in that manner. You could argue that, well, maybe they should have kept him for debt purposes you know, in case somebody gets hurt this week, whatever. But I think the Cowboys are up against it right now in regards to calling guys up and already dealing with other injuries and they can't utilize that, that a fourth call up from the practice squad. They either have to sign them on the roster um, or don't bring them up at all. And then you have guys like Jonathan Hankins, who's going to return next week as well. So that's a, you know, he'll count against your roster spot. So somebody had to go. It wasn't going to be Tolbert um, and James Washington felt like he was the last guy on the roster. So he's out. He gone. That's the morning roundup, Cowboys Nation. If you want to call into the show, you can. The Pulse of the Nation hotline is 351-999-3787-351-999-3787. Special case at Washington look washed. Huh? I hope that was a pun intended. Um... I'm going to say this about him. I was shocked when I when I saw him at training camp. Uh, not literally because I wasn't down there at the beginning. But just kind of looking at him, like he's a lot more boxier than than he looked in Pittsburgh. You know? Maybe it's the number 83 just looked weird on him. Um, he, I hate to use the term wash, special K, but he definitely did not look. And it's crazy because he's only like a four-year pro, so it's not like he's old. But he he didn't look right. And it didn't hurt that he got hurt in OTAs. He got hurt in training camp right away. And once that happened, and y'all know those that was that were here in the offseason, I, I, I said Dante Fowler, James Washington are not going to move the needle, but they can be contributors to this team. And I absolutely thought James Washington could have some value as a slot type of guy if he was a healthy guy. I didn't expect him to be a hurt guy. But once he got hurt and twice and was on IR and broke his foot, I was fine if they let him go at that point. I'm like, well, what's the point? Because he doesn't know this offense. He's not familiar with the quarterback. He hasn't practiced a lot. He, he, I hate to say it, but he's pretty much useless to this team. And even when he comes back, anything you got, even him lining up and just running a route was a bonus. He, he wasn't a guy that was really going to move the needle for you. But that T.Y. is a different story. That T.Y. is a different story. Oh, we got a, a, a special caller, I think, from out of the country that just dropped in here. But I'll get to you in a second. Hold tight. I want to get through these um, through these these chat these uh, comments right quick. 
Uh, Ban said he had an abscess in his throat. What? Oh, I couldn't imagine that, brother. Now, with the tooth, though, I don't know how it is with the throat. The tooth, if it gets to your nerve, that's where, because your nerve sits right there under, underneath your tooth. That's where the pain is 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 just ridiculous, and it could swell up. Ah, oh, man, and they may have to drain it depending how bad it is. It's it's rough, brother. It's rough. Oh, Aaron E. Oh my God! <laughs> Ain't nobody see this. Aaron E. Said I saw someone tweet. Kelvin Joseph broke his tooth, biting on a double move. Dang. Y'all are woo, y'all wrong. He broke his tooth biting on a double move. Mm. 68 one boy said that issue will break a good man down, Sky. Yes, it will, bro. It, it 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 will it will bring you to tears, fam. It will bring you to tears. It, I literally went to the emergency room, like just rip my just rip the jaw out. Just rip it out. <laughs> I don't even want it no more. All right, man, let, let's get to the uh, phone lines real quick because, we, like I said, we got an out-of-country, out I believe, caller. I'm not sure. And I love to hear from the people uh, out of the country. Pulse of the Nation hotlines presented by the Cochran Firm. Since 2005, the, the Cochran Firm has served the DFW area, not just served, but fighting, fighting for you in the DFW area. Their attorneys, headlined by Larry Taylor, and Brian Pope have handled the most challenging civil cases involving many of things, including automobile accidents, class action suits, and many, many more. And all of the Cochran firm's, firm's civil cases are handled on a contingent fee basis, meaning if there's no financial recovery, then they charge no fee. They're saying it's Cochran Cares, and I truly do believe that having uh, interacted with these gentlemen on multiple occasions, great gentlemen, smart gentlemen, Really good attorneys. Hit them up if you have questions or if you need the services at 1-800-THE-FIRM or CochranTexas.com. You are live on A to Z Sports Live. Who we have the pleasure of speaking with? Hey, man. What's up, man? This is Kippy from the Bahamas. Kippy from the Bahamas. I haven't heard from you in a long time, but the number looked familiar. Good to hear from you, sir. All of that, man. Yeah, I, I was trying to get in after the um, Christmas Eve game against yeah. the Eagles, man. But yeah, your phones were they were off the charts. So you know, um, calling from overseas, can't wait that long. It's tough. It's but, tough. But um, I saw something Christmas Eve night after we played Philly. That defense, I think we took their swords. I think mm. they took their swords. Mm. I've never seen a defense just. See, everyone keeps complaining that we, we beat God to mention. Doc, Doc doesn't play defense. Right. I mean, Doc doesn't play. Doc wasn't playing against mention. Doc right. plays against defense. Now, if Slayer knows boys, and I think the two of those corners, last time I checked, they made the Pro Bowl, right? I know at least. I'm not sure, actually, but 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 I know Bradbury I, and, and Slay I, were I considered yeah. top corners this year, yeah. Exactly. PFF got them right up there, I think, top 10 or whatever. Right, right. But they good corners. And... The game started with Doc and spotting them 10 points, basically. You might as well say. I mean, he threw an interception, pick six, boom. They up 10, nothing, everybody in Philly happy. And then all of a sudden, when they lost, it was like, oh, you played God Dimension. No, we didn't. Doc dropped 40 on your defense. Simple. That's just what happened. And from right. then, 
they look like they are spiraling out of control. I know they got the injuries. Jalen Hurts is actually, um, I was just listening to a podcast, I think, with um, Tyreek Hill a few days ago. And Tyreek Hill was saying that he had a similar injury when he was in high school, but, you know, he catches the ball. He said the problem with that is you can raise your arm a certain level, but the mobility is limited. And when you drop, when you get hit or you drop on the ground, it hurts. Yeah. He said it doesn't matter what they shoot you up with, it hurts. So they are actually not telling you the truth about Jalen Hurts because the media, like, for some strange reason, everybody's on the Philly bandwagon. You know, they love to hate the Cowboys. Everybody hate the Cowboys. Hate the Cowboys. But well, we are not last year's Dallas Cowboys. If, so, you, if you remember, brother, uh, Dak had the same injury in 2019, and that's the game that everybody, you know, all the Dak haters love to go back and say, well, 2019, he had a chance to win the, the division and yada, yada, yada. That, he had the same AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder, right? And exactly. he was supposed to sit out. Bobby Belt talked about this the other day. He said everyone advised him to sit out, but he said no. And he played, and he played the worst game of, of the season, and the Cowboys and, ended uh, up losing that game. He was inaccurate the entire game. He couldn't. Yeah. I think Michael Gallup actually got free on the sidelines. And he couldn't get it out there. Yeah. couldn't get it. He, could, I mean, he had protection. He couldn't even get the ball to him. And mind so you, I don't know why they he, acted. He didn't. He didn't run as much as Jalen runs. So I, I'm with you. I think but there's something to it. I, I was about to say that. And the thing is, they claim that the Philly offense and these the talking heads, like Mahomes has called them, the talking heads, are saying that Jalen is Philly's entire offense. So if Jalen Hurts is Philly's entire offense, and the run game is predicated on Jalen Hurts, who now can't run for fear of being um, hurt more or risking further injury for not even the playoffs, but for the future. That means that offense is basically, and in my opinion, I feel like after the playoffs, because once the playoffs start, that's the good teams. That's the great teams. That's, that's a different level of, 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 of teams that are coming at you. They know it's one and done. Everyone is going to be hyper for the game, including Hurts. However, right. after he, if he was, he's going to get hit. There's no quarterback, I think, that ever played a game that never got touched. You're going to get touched down. You're, you're going to get hit. And it's only the response after that first or second hit that you're going to see whether he's good or he's not. He's going to get hit. Yeah. And I know if he was playing old, I know if he was playing in the 90s, somebody would have taken the 15-yard penalty to hit him just to make sure you're right. You know right. what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah so I, if, some... I mean, I, I am not advocating for um, dirty football, but after listening to the Philly fans talk about um, that guy that tweeted that garbage like Skip Bayless, and that's another thing I didn't like. The guy who tweeted a dark... Um, you know, he was glad Doc lost his mommy yeah, and his yeah. brother and all that stuff. I was like, you know what? Um, bring in um, Carlos Watkins of the bench and let Carlos Watkins take the 15 yard penalty when the ball is like on the 10 or 12 after we don't punt and probably and pin him in there. Let somebody punt and pin him in there and just take him out of the game because that's what everybody else would have done. Michael Jordan would have done that. And no one would smile and say, Jordan went after your hobbled player. That's just sports. Sports is finding the weakest opponent on the field and you dominate them. Yes, we go up, you want to go up against the best. Everybody says that out front, but I can be honest with you. If there's a guy that's hurt on the field, Bill Belichick is famous for that. The minute you put in a new corner or any new receiver or anything like that, Belichick attacks your weakness and he don't care. You're out there, you're supposed to play. So if Jalen Hurts is playing this week, I'm guaranteeing you, I, I'm going to guarantee that the Giants is going to hurt him if he plays. But I'm, I'm hearing now from the Philly fans on, on the Philly Sports Network, because they have serious radio, that he's not um, going to play this week. 
It's going to be, I think, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I hear Tyrod Taylor's going to play. Oh, oh, so oh you're, talking about, you're talking about the, 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 you're talking about the Giants? Yeah, the Giants game. So I think it's going to be Tyrod Taylor versus Gardner Minshew. That's the setup now. That That's why the, the I don't know if you noticed, the line has moved a little bit. It's, it was, I think it was 14, it was 14. Two days ago or something like that. I think it's down to must be nine or ten now, and by Saturday it'll probably be six, four, well, three. Who knows? They they ha- he's been limited to, uh, the last what it was limited yesterday. We'll see if he's limited today. Uh, you know, I know limited is not bad, but it's also not good to 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 to, to start right for a quarterback. It's one thing in a, in a throwing shoulder. You need him to be full go. So if he gets a full practice, then maybe he plays. But if he's limited all the way this week, yeah, he might not play. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play. I think they're hoping they I think the organization to me is having a wrestle back and forth with a decision. If we sit him and lose this they're, game, Dallas wins the division and we have to play three games on the road. But can we beat good teams three times in a row to get to probably the Super Bowl? And that's what they're thinking. Or do we want to risk Jalen Hurts help now to win a game to get a bye and he probably still don't play well after the bye? Yeah. So they I think that's and that's that's a Philly problem, and I hate Philly fans. I hate Philly fans. Me, I'm you never going to say it. I hate Philly fans. Philly fans are too arrogant. They act like they just won a Super Bowl yesterday. It was 20, I think it was 2017. They act like they got five. Uh, and they act like they got five. And when you and when they talk about the past with Dallas, they always bring up the past. But if you bring up the past about Dallas, you have to say, well, the greatest team. You have to start off by putting respect on it. Mm. If you say, well, Dallas hasn't won from 1995, 1996, okay, but say that the Dallas Cowboys were the greatest dynasty of the 90s and hasn't won since then. Put respect on it. Don't just muddy it up and whatever, 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 and try to make it seem like the Cowboys are irrelevant they, and this and that. They have, they have no Jerry calls all of this stuff. Oh, I have a Rowan for Jerry Jones. He's sick with two people too long on that team that has that team like that. One of them was Jason Gaddis, a coach for um, 10 years, waste of time. The next one was sticking with Tony Romo, waste of time. Romo had talent, but Romo did not. Romo never had the moxie. Romo had a great defense in one of those years that he lost in the first round. The loss was on Romo because I remember him throwing an interception at a bad time, and the Cowboys lost that game. That was the game that they were supposed to win. Doc actually was supposed to be in the Super Bowl if they had called that Des Bryant from the catch. Okay, I, I, I really I, felt that that year. I, I think JG was the more the problem. I think JG was more of the yeah, problem under, under Tony. Yeah, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones cannot manage a football team. I don't understand that just because you, you own the team, get football players in there. If Jerry Jones had somebody in his front office like um, Ozzie Newsome, the Cowboys would have already won a Super Bowl. The, the Dallas Cowboys that I watched over the last 20-something years after Emmett, Troy, Michael, Darren Woods, and, 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 and the like of them, Dion Thomas and the rest of them, they have no discipline. The reason why they have no discipline, because you have the air to own Um Michael Vick said when he was playing... He saw Arthur Blank twice. Twice was, I think he said, the week after the draft, he went to Torta facilities. Hey, and hey. when he signed his contract, Arthur Blank was there. Michael Vick said he never had a, hey, had a relationship with the owner. Right, right. We, 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 all, we all agree Jerry Jones is, is, is an issue. But I, listen, I, I love the call, but, but we got we to gotta keep it moving forward. We're getting further and further away from, <laughs> from Cowboys Washington this week, man. But it's good to hear from you. It's good to hear from you, man. You take care, good brother. Okay. Yeah, you do, bro. 
Man, my my shoutest brother said, y'all going, y'all going to, y'all going to get this work. I got a lot on my mind from the Bahamas. Y'all going to hear it. I appreciate his calls, but boy, that got to a point where it's like, hey, we can now we're talking about Jerry and, and Tony. I, I, I ain't game this week. <laughs> I, got, I got game this week. Oh no, Darren says he's from Zumanta. <laughs> y'all crazy, man. He he called in before and had a fantastic call. Uh, and I, and I get it, right? You get passionate, you get get excited, but once we start going back to Jerry and going back to Tony Romo's and whatnot, we gotta kind of gotta reel it back in. Gotta reel it back in. This was this is more off season talk. We we've had this Jerry Tony Romo talk plenty of times. Los, what's goody, man? So now now let me add on to that. I'm just I'm just messing. With I about to say, boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good morning, Sky. I hope you're. I, it's been a while. I've been in my A, but it's been a good little vacation for me, so I'm chilling, man. Hopefully, hopefully these Cowboys don't have to be adding my blood pressure to be going up too high neither during these playoffs. Oh, come but on now. We'll if see. you're if you're expecting that, you're setting yourself up for a failure. I know, <laughs> but nah, Sky. Uh, and honestly, I just want to have one quick point. Um, sorry if I didn't make myself clear in the watch, so. But it's so with this Washington skins and then, you know, come off playoffs. Because I'm going to be honest, this guy, like, I don't, I don't – is it a bye this week? I don't even know. But is it hey, what? they're not playing their stock. Is it even considered a bye this week? We don't even know. They're not even – it seems like they're not even trying to put their starters out there. Who? Or put their best, best competition. Not the Cowboys, but the Washington Redskins. What makes you think that? All right, I'm just curious. Not not not. Well, sorry, sorry to risk it. The Washington team. My bad. Right, right. I'm but saying, what makes like, you think they're not? Did, did you you hearing something? I ain't hearing. No, I'm just. It just seems like, I don't know. I I I don't know, Sky. I just maybe I might be wrong, but I just feel like these. It just seems like um with with the quarterback Carrasco or what is it? What is it? How the who is the quarterback? It's, it's Sam Howe, yeah. but but you could argue that might be an upgrade to Carson Wentz. So, you know, Carson Wentz has been terrible. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I think they're both terrible. I mean, if they're, they're have, Sam Howe's a rookie, so we'll get to Sam Howe in a second. But but continue. But yeah, I just feel like I don't know if you're asking a rookie to beat a team that's been rolling hot. And I mean, yeah, we're playing our starters and here and there, but I I feel like we're just we should demolish this team, Scott. We should. Okay. I mean, there's no ifs and buts. But if we don't, then then we're gonna raise question marks. Then how are we looking coming in playoff time and et cetera, et cetera. And I just want to make to my final point is like I don't care who we face in the playoffs, guy. I really don't. But it's like I just don't want to go back to last year where the 49ers are coming out with their jukebox, you know, with, you know, up the tunnel, ready for a game, while the Cowboys have no energy and, like, no game plan to see what's coming for them. And I just feel like if they if they don't pick up their game, and, and this is a huge stepping stone. Like, if, if, we, if we were to win this game going with momentum, you can carry that. And if they don't, it just seems like there's question marks still going with this coaching staff at the wrong time. And I just don't want that to happen. So I just feel if 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 the Washington team, that let's say they do put their best effort and they're not trying, because 
Are they playing for playoffs, Sky? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. No, if they, are. they were eliminated last last week. They, so I mean, the, all they have to play for is basically just to say, "Hey, we ruined Cowboys' opportunity to get a number one, you know, number a chance of a number one." And some right? people would, if we do, some teams would consider that even more valuable. <laughs> yeah, especially coming from their franchise. Yeah, yeah. I don't up. think we can. We can listen. I think we can beat the, the, them without a doubt. Uh, but this is still a divisional game, and they're still going to play a lot of their guys unless they they surprisingly don't. I don't know why they wouldn't. It's not. It's not like they they got to save anybody. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is going to be one of those divisional. I hope they fight. I hope I hope they they. Put, I don't want to get into a fight where it's a close game, but I want them to make us have to come out there and earn it heading into the playoffs. So, well, and I'll leave it with this guy. I'm not trying to add to it too much to this guy. And I'll mm. just leave it with the question I'll leave you. So, if you were to win this game, right, would you rather win it in a play, like, domination, like, 50-burger to, you know, 7 or 10 points, or rather see some adversary right. first half come second half and win a close one? I truly don't care. And uh, that, none, none of those matter. Uh, just winning and winning and, and becoming healthy. I, I don't think whether you, you win because it's close and you're facing adversity or you blow them out. Um, I just I just want them to go out there and earn the victory and then come out healthy. I don't care if it's a blowout or a close game, honestly. I agree, Sky. So, hey, last note, rest Parsons, bro. He 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 needs it, man. He's been, like Vosh said, he's been, work, he's been hurt since like week seven or something. But, yeah. You said what now? Peace. I, like Bosh said, man, Parsons been hurt like you know, been hurting since like week six or seven, man. He he needs a little day off or something, especially yeah, come, you know, good, just ready for it. Good luck getting him to rest. Yeah, hey, hey, I, I understand on that, but yeah, I'll leave you, Scott. You have a good morning. Enjoy your coffee, man, and may, many blessings. Keep coming to your family, man. Peace. Thanks, Lowe's. Appreciate you. Yeah, Micah ain't resting. <laughs> Micah is not resting. Um. Again, he's just dealing with what everybody's dealing with. We you got eight, 17 game season, you know. The hand situation, I'm privy to what's going on there, but it's not he won't have that thing on his hand. So that's fine. He's not dealing with any lower level you know extremity issues. He's not got a hamstring anything going on. It's just wear and tear of the football season. You know, that's just what it is right now from from everybody across the NFL. Um so and I know there's some analysts who believe Cowboys should rest this week. I'm of the, the belief they should not. You're playing for something. I'm not resting nobody unless they literally can't play, right? Like unless they're they're hurt. Like an LVE was was hurt and had to he has to sit out a few weeks because he got a neck issue. If Tony Pollard's whatever it was was hamstring, I don't know what's going on with Tony Pollard. I forget. But thigh, it was a thigh issue. If his thigh is not healed, then you rest him. But Michael Parsons has been able to play all season so i'm not i'm not i am of the the belief play these guys that can play go out there and get the victory now if you get up early then you can sit them down that's kind of where i'm at with some down <laughs> uh but but I, in regards to style points yeah i i personally don't care if they if they win 54 to 7 or if they won 24 to 17 i just think they need to win and and win and be healthy that's, that's the main goal to get out of here with the win and get out of here healthy heading into the playoffs. That's kind of where I'm at. And yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, yeah, 
yeah, Professor O. I'll just leave it at that. It's not really a rumor. But uh, set it off. Chris, what's goody? Hey, good morning, brother. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Hey, man, I'm good, brother. I'm good. Hey, listen, I'm getting to get out. First and foremost, I'm the dental technician for 20 years, and so I'm going to explain you this access thing. This access thing, that's infection underneath the gum, and it is trying to release itself. So the time when you had it, when you damn near passed out, I had it one time where I came damn near open my mouth. Bro. And it is excruciating. It's crazy. And so I know, that, yeah, I know there is zero sympathy for uh, Kelvin Joseph. It's between, you know, <laughs> shit and syphilis in the dictionary, according to Cowboys Nation. But, man, that can shut a man down. So let's give him, give him that, okay? Just give him that on, that on that point. The second thing I'm going to get at you, man, is that Darren Woodson is so disrespected not only by the NFL community, but by the Dallas Cowboys in itself. For him not to be in the ring of honor, the all-time tackle leader for the Dallas Cowboys in the history of the, of the Cowboys franchise, and not being in the ring of honor, Crazy. that's why he's overlooked oh, no, 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 by no. the Hall of Fame. I think, what he's, I think Woody's in the ring of honor. I don't, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't think Woody was in the ring of honor. He, he, he should be in. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if he is. Okay, okay. I All right. think. Let me, right. let me well, just make sure. It, he, yeah, is. Check, bro. he is. I, I thought I was crazy. He's in. Okay. Yeah, he's in. Okay. Okay. But, but I think that's the reason why so many of them are overlooked for so long. You know, you got you. It took it took the senior committee for Drew Pearson, who was all decade, not in the seventies and the eighties, to get in as a senior guy. Chuck Howley, like you said so eloquently, Super Bowl champion, only guy to ever be a Super Bowl MVP on a losing team, and he's now on the senior committee to get in. There is, there is a no lifetime and no world and no presence where uh, Roy Butler or Come John on. Lynch have been that, better than Darren Darren. That Wilson. is crazy. In no lifetime. In no world. Yeah. Have, I, have either one of those guys been better than him? I, and the only reason you give it to um, uh, 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 my, my man for the Eagles, um, he, he's like, he is after Darren Woodson, what he did. Being a, a ultimate box safety, that guy had like three interceptions. I think, I mean, for like eight, nine, ten years of his career. Well, so yeah, I Brian him. Dawkins is the Dawkins. only one. Brian Dawkins, yeah. He was legitimately. Yeah. A, I'm not saying those other dudes wasn't, but yeah, you know, I'm sorry, no, bro. I'm Leroy saying, no, Butler, no, 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 no. You John are, Lynch. You can't say it because yeah, you're you're not going to say it because you're a professional. I'm going to say because no. I'm just rogue out here because that dude wasn't. He's never been no. Hall of Fame right. caliber, man. That well, was never Hall of Fame caliber. What, he what played I, with two guys who were Hall of Fame caliber. What I'm saying is, I, I I don't I don't see Woody. I'm sorry, I don't see uh, Leroy Butler and John Lynch getting in over Woody. And you, I mean, if you want to argue they're Hall of Famers, I won't fight you on that one. But getting in before Darren Woodson to me is wild. Chuck Holly not being in is wild. Uh, hopefully D Ware gets in. But it, it it goes back to wondering if there is some type of. Oh, hello. I'm here, bro. I'm right here. Yeah, it sound bad. I'm right here. Okay. Um, oh, my bad. I, was, I, I walked outside real quick. My bad, bro. Okay. It's, it, 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 it's uh-huh. some, it might be some type of bias towards towards Cowboys uh, players because it's too many times we're we're like, why aren't they in the Hall of Fame? I mean, it's always it's always going to be the question of uh, why they're not in the Hall of Fame. My fault, bro. I walk outside real quick. Okay. But um, at the end of the day, man, uh, that that's that's it, man. I, I just. I, I didn't like the fact that matter that, you know, once I said I saw his name up there, I'm like, man, this dude should have been in well before then. But at the end of the day, man, don't care who we go through, 
Sam Howell is, is a really good quarterback. I'm a Carolina fan, uh, but he is a rookie. And let the chips fall when they fall. I, I'm going to ask you something offline about offseason stuff because Brandon, me and him on Franklin Football, he's been trying to get me into draft mode for the last six weeks. And I'm like, yo, we're still playing games. Draft mode? But, uh, <laughs> yo, man, listen, bro. I'll say something about somebody. Brandon has hit me with nine knees for the offseason. I said, D, we My still ain't playing even games. Dude, I, I, I said, dude, this. Come on. My head's so, not even he, there. I ain't he, close. He, oh, man, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, man. But if I say words with D, man, outside of Dallas, this dude talking about, yeah, I got a guy in the fourth round. <laughs> man, I don't want to hear none of that. A guy in the fourth <laughs> round? Oh, no, he got fourth no, round prospects. No. We're trying with the Super Bowl. No, <laughs> man, that's, that's, what, that's my guy. But D is on draft season. I can dig like, it. Come on, champ. I can definitely dig it. But, yo, man, check your inbox, man. Yo, great, great show, man. Cowboy Nation, always remember, be the arrogant, over-the-top Cowboy fans you are going to be. Embrace being the villain. Mm. We'll talk later, my guy. Appreciate you set off. Chris, frankly, football. I am dumb. Man, I ain't nowhere near close to draft season right now, y'all. I'm just telling y'all that right now. Uh Uh-oh. Did I freeze? Okay, we good. Uh... Yeah, I usually get get in right after football season's over. Well, when football season's over, we talk about for a week about what's going on with the team, and then I start jumping right into the lab. And this year is going to be, I said this yesterday, actually. Funny you brought it up on Vach's show. The fact that I'm going to be working with Vach, uh, I'm not sure how we're going to handle the offseason schedule, but more on a daily basis in regards to the actual draft, I'm probably going to be even more in tune. And over the last three years, I've gotten more and more in tune with draft coverage and the players and whatnot but Vach is draft guy so that'll be cool uh to go through it'll be a fun draft season it always is but that, that's the furthest thing on my mind so my mind right now is this Washington football team that the Cowboys have to play that I still believe there has potential to be some type of test uh that you can get out of this um going up against this team and one of them resides on the offensive side of the ball where if you guys remember, if I could find this video, this clip came after the Washington game early in the season when Dallas didn't run the ball well uh, against this team. Earlier in your play calling career, were you as persistent with the run when you're kind of beating your head against the wall like that? Because... Uh, everything inside of me wanted to throw the football the entire Sunday. So uh, <laughs> you learn, you grow. That came from that game because he he came out and basically admitted what he is, right? And to his credit, although there's a little asterisk to it because they let the cat out the bag with a certain number, but to his credit, he has been more uh, balanced on a consistent basis than he's ever been, I think, uh, as his tenure here in Dallas. But man, I was that was telling, and and it was a uh, he 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 and all that stuff from the reporters, but. That was real. I think he really wanted to throw the ball over the field against that team. Uh, And probably because they couldn't run the rock or whatever, and and Cooper Rush was having some success in the air. And that's why I think this could be a test against this Washington defense because they are still a solid run defense to good run defense. Now, last week, Nick Chubb ate him up. He averaged over 7.4 yards per carry. Everybody else struggled on the ground against him, but Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. But if you go back and watch how they ran 
I say this all the time here. It's really about the how. Now, they got a better offensive line. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> but the Cowboys can do some of the things that Cleveland did. Some of the things that they really didn't do much of against Washington in that first matchup. Pulling guys. Motioning guys pre-snap. Getting guys going one way. And when they did do those against Washington, they, they had some successful runs. But for most of the day, it was a tough outing. They only averaged 2.1 yards per carry in that game. I would approach this one to see, can we establish our run game again? Because it hasn't been a dominant run game over the last month of the season against a quality front. Now, that front might not have Jonathan Allen, right? But Chase Young did return, so the pass rush gets a little bit of juice there. Deron Payne is still there, and he's going to be a pain in our butts. It is what it is, pun intended. No Tyler Biotish. He and Jonathan Allen gave Connor McGovern problems in that first matchup. Now, I believe that was McGovern's first game back, so I think he should be better equipped to handle the situation. But here's the problem. You're playing the O-line musical chairs game. This is going to be the first career start for Connor McGovern at center. And he's got Deron Payne to welcome him. Maybe Jonathan Allen, we'll see. Montez Sweat is another guy that's on the outside. So you'll have Chase Young and Montez Sweat going up against Ty Tyron Smith, his third game at right tackle. And Jason Peters, likely his first start at left tackle. So this is why I still believe whether... I mean, they're not playing for anything, but they still have to play. This is going to be a test. And I think they should approach it that way. Can we establish the run game can we be efficient on the ground and can we protect Dak Prescott with this new lineup that the Cowboys are going to have because you got to go into these type of fights where it may not be something to play for for the other team but you have to approach it like now Kobe the Mamba mentality or Michael Jordan one small little thing that can get me going to get ramped up for this now I'm not saying they aren't ramped up because they have the division to play for right but I mean from a coaching standpoint they have to go into this game saying, well, let's let's go prove to ourselves that we can get this run game going against a solid run defense. Let's prove that this offensive line can give this guy some time to block against some good pass rushers. It's a test, and it's a test. I want to see Dallas pass with flying colors. Y'all figure deal me? Let's get to 571 before we go to the other side of the ball. What's good, 571? Hi, Sky. How are we doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. One thing I was definitely looking forward to this upcoming game about is, like, it's a good test for cornerback two. As far as, like, oh, getting a good, rep, a good receiver. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. We're actually going to get to uh, the other side of the ball here in a second to speak about that. But absolutely, it's, it's, it's a, another test. We talk about tests, right, for Nashawn Ryder, whoever they have out there. Regardless of the quarterback, it seems it, it seems to be it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They're going to test you on that outside. Right, and, and believe it or not, actually, Pena has been playing some good ball recently, and he's saying he is playing for his next contract. Who's that? Oh, Deron, oh, Deron Payne is oh, actually yeah. pay, he's playing for his next contract. 
Yeah, he's having an all-pro type of year, man. 11 and a half sacks from the interior is insane. So, you know, he's going to get the bag. Right, and I, and he actually was had his fifth-year option decline, so he could be somebody he's going to get a lot of money. He's going to get paid, yeah. Yeah. And besides that, yeah, I would like to just see my offensive line just show some cohesion and finding some type of run game. Even if Jonathan Allen plays or not, no, it doesn't matter. Play, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, bro. We it let matter. We let we let backups last week in Tennessee give us trouble. You know what I mean? In, in, on the interior, they they, they got Deron Payne. Even without Jonathan Allen, he's a problem. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Even with that being said, you should be able to have some sort of a passing game. On that team, because one of the, their secondary is not, they're not good. But if you can get, just keep on getting T.Y.'s uh, more throws as well, just so you can have more, it's more, it's just some more minor game reps, so you can just get he's throwing the ball more to come the playoffs. Yeah, that, that that's another thing too, right? Uh, that we talked about the run game because that's kind of the, the big test I want to see. But in regards to reps. Getting T.Y. involved, and he even said, and McCarthy said, we're going to give him more snaps. This is a perfect game to kind of get that going. Um, their secondary has played better uh, in, in a sense since week four, but there's still not nothing to fear at all. <laughs> like, Fuller can still get work. Uh, I think they got the cat, the kid Johnson on the outside. And you can still attack the secondary if the, pre- if the pass rush doesn't get home. And Dak is back, right? This isn't Cooper Rush, who had a good day against that team uh, from an efficiency standpoint. Now Dak Prescott's back, so... I would definitely look to get T.Y. upwards of about 25 to 30 snaps and, and see if we can get him five targets again. And one other thing I would like to see this game is possibly to get Bland, get Bland to, to hopefully get to be tied with Terry Willen for interceptions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Being a little nice little notch on his uh, belt there, get, getting the six interceptions for the season and Woolen's having a fantastic year, and Bland, Bland is too. So, yeah. Hey, dog. That. Yeah, and I think it's a little too, a little too early, maybe a little premature to get into draft talk. Because like, because stock goes up all the time, from whether it be the Natty game that's coming up in college, or the Senior Bowl, which has been yet to be determined. Right, right, right. Hey, man, appreciate the call. Um, keep it moving here, though. Okay. Okay. I mean. Hold tight, 727, because he kind of segued himself. So let's go ahead and segue over to the other side of the ball, uh, Washington's offense, uh, and and talk about that matchup for the Cowboys' defense. Again, you got to find your fight. You got to find your test within a, a, a game that essentially is meaningless for the opposing team. And I think the test here is kind of twofold, to be honest with you. He brought up one of them in regards to cornerback two, right? Um, I know we make a joke about this, but this is serious. Terry McLaurin versus Trayvon Diggs. Can't can't you almost just check that off as, okay, not worried about that? I know that sounds weird because Terry's a beast, but Diggs owns that man. Ever since that touchdown his rookie year, he's shut him out. Now, they could elect to put Terry on the other side, and that changes things. I would actually travel him, but the other p- 
person you have to deal with is Jahan Dotson, who's 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 has, having a pretty good year. Um, for a rookie, I liked him coming out Penn State, but it would have been nice to have him as opposed to Tober. But hey, that's, that's a different story. Regardless, one of those dudes are going to get matched up with uh, Nashawn Wright or Deron Bland, and they will be tested. And remember, in that first matchup, Bland got his first career interception. And instead of Wentz throwing the rock this this time around, it'll be Sam Howell, rookie out of UNC, who will get his first action against what should be, what should be, a hungry Dallas defense. Um, I said this about <laughs> Josh Dobbs last week, and he, he proved me wrong a bit. I thought I thought that Dan could confuse. Uh, actually, no, we were talking about Malik Willis. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah I actually was right. I said I think it was best they had went with Josh Dobbs going against Dan Quinn because Malik Willis was a poor passer and he was a rookie. So I think Quinn could have confused him a lot. Um, Sam is not a poor passer coming out, but he is also a rookie. So I think Dan could end up having his way a little bit with uh, Sam Howe in regards to the passing game. But nonetheless, he got some guys to throw to. Logan Thomas is always a thorn in our side. Uh, really good tight end in this league, underrated. And then the big test, the biggest test to me, the run defense, right? There's no LVE. There's no Jonathan Hankins. And they haven't been poor, per se. But Washington is going to test this Cowboys front. They're eighth in the league in rush attempts. And when they last matched up, the Cowboys, I'm sorry, the uh, Washington football people rushed for over 140 yards. 137 of them were by the running backs. All three running backs, by the way. They all had explosive plays. But they didn't see Brian Robinson Jr., who, if you guys remember, got shot in the offseason and he's made a full recovery and he's having an outstanding year for giving him, given what happened to him. And given that he didn't play till like midway through, uh, he has 797 yards on the ground, leads the team. Gibson is second in the team. He's kind of transitioned into that kind of third down role, throw to the running back role, receiving pass catching guy. Uh, and then they run a lot of stuff with Curtis Samuel on those jet sweeps. So they're going to test you on the ground from a pure attempt standpoint, but also as we talk about seems to be year in, year out, Washington runs a lot of eye candy stuff. They run a lot of pre-snap motion. They're going to get post-snap action. They're going to have pulls. Tight ends are going to be doing crackdowns, uh, RPOs, all the stuff that you may run into in the, in the postseason. So that's a test I would like to see them come out and pass. Last time in this matchup, the first half was not good. I think they ran for over 100 yards in the first half. The second half, they kind of tightened up a little bit. The Cowboys got an ounce of a lead. That was when the Cowboys' defense was a bit different. But they got an ounce of a lead and, and made Carson Wentz have to throw that ball around the park. And pressure got home. Interceptions happened. And they got away with a double-digit win. Sam Howell's a quarterback now. A different group of weapons. Not different, but added weapons, I should say. And we'll see how it goes. But regardless, doesn't matter who's out there. I think you want to see this run defense kind of figure out the eye candy portion. You want to see cornerback two continue the momentum. And you want to see this pass rush start to turn up a bit heading into the playoffs. It's kind of how I see it here with this Washington offense. <laughs> so their, their offense has a better scheme than Kellen's is toxic. Well, Toxic, if you've been around, you know there's been, I'm going to say, four teams I often refer to. It used to be just strictly about the passing game or the run scheme. 
I often referred to Washington. I would say, hey, I'd steal some of their, their run game scheme. Uh, it was Washington. It was Philly. Um, San Fran. And in general, from an offensive standpoint, uh, Kansas City. I, I would steal some of their schematic things. But it's a copycat league. And I would definitely be stealing from all these quality coordinators or, or quality schemes, I should say. They have a good scheme. I don't think they have the quarterback, though. <laughs> Who the F is Sam Howe? He is a rookie quarterback out of UNC. I think they drafted him in, like, the fifth round or something like that. <laughs> Time to get 10 sacks. All right, uh, 727. Good morning. What you got for What's up with you? What's going on? What's going on, my brother? I'm uh, good, first man. of all, just want to say big fan of you, Vodge, Law, all you guys, man. I appreciate Thanks, what y'all do, man. Thank you. And uh, I don't want to hold you up long. Are uh, you good? First time calling, but a uh, uh, couple things on my mind, man. Um, I think it's this week for us is risk versus reward. Mm. And uh, the, the way I put it like that is because um, I know we have something we're playing for. If Philly fall, right. if San Francisco fall, you know, we're in a great place. And uh, theoretically speaking, you know, uh, from a bird's eye view, that looks great right now. But, you know, I've been a Cowboys fan for some time. And I've seen us come in, you know, hot first overall or, you know, the seating looking great for us, not work out. I've seen us come in kind of underdogs. We won one and then it faded out. You know what I'm saying? My biggest thing right now is to go into the playoffs healthy. Yeah. You know, and give it our best shot. Because I tell you one thing, it's all good to talk about quarterback two, cornerback two, the old line rotation, run defense, and all that. But if we lose in the playoffs, game one, heads need the roll. You see what I'm saying? I, so I, I feel I like. Everybody in the nation is like, we need to get to the Super Bowl. We need to get to an NFC championship, at least, bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, Washington is cool. They're playing Sam Howe. Um, and, you know, sometimes Dallas tends to play down to their competition. So when we talk about risk versus reward, what are we really going to learn? Because are we looking for consistency? Isn't that the main thing we're seeking from this team? And we're not going to get that in one game. Um, we're not going to go into the the playoffs feeling, you know, uh, uh, all cozy so, and warm. We're going to have questions, but so will every other team. I think Dak is hot right now. I'm not listening like you you and Bachi saying. Don't listen to those four letter right. networks, three letter networks, because uh, he's tied for number one. But they won't say who he's tied with. You know, it's right, right. Josh so let me, Allen. But let me ask you a question. You, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't. That's yes, why I'm about to ask you because I I, I felt like I thought I knew you were, where you were going, but then then you kind of switched up. So what what are you what are you what are you saying for this final game? What are you trying to say here? Just kind of just just give it to me straight. I'm saying okay, I'm giving it to you straight. Yeah, we got something to play for, right? Okay, cool. So we can scoreboard watch. I want to play up with my starters up until it doesn't make any sense no more. You get what I'm saying? Because at the, at that point, the risk versus reward isn't there for me yeah I, I i'm thought, not really looking for yes sir yeah i'm with you i, I want to but this, it sounded like you said you didn't want to do that because you wanted to be healthy so i was a bit confused so you do want to play these well, guys 
Well, yeah, because, you know, we didn't fight this hard to get, you know what I'm saying? Yes, right. of course, because we have some, some players that could come back within that week's time if we had rest. Um, so, yeah, I do want the first overall. But more importantly, whoever we play, Tampa Bay, uh, Green Bay, right. it doesn't matter. It don't matter. We need to take it to their ass. I'm sorry if we ain't able to cuss. No, because I'm not cuss. trying to lose. You feel what I'm saying? I feel. And I think everybody in this nation feel the same damn way. So this week is all good and fine. Uh, I don't think we're going to learn much. Definitely not from cornerback two. O-line rotation is still rotating. Defense is still going to be spotty. And I just hope Dak don't throw a damn pick. If I could get that, <laughs> I'd be great. And I'm not even saying them picks is his fault. Right. But I'm just saying, what are we really going to learn in one week? Let's so, just get into the playoffs as healthy as we can, yeah. and let's execute. Tell him more. Get out your own damn way. So Please, again, that's why that's what I'm confused about what you're saying. You're saying play him, but you like it doesn't matter. We're not mm-hmm. going to learn. So you're kind of on both sides here. Well, I think, I'm not looking. Yeah, because I'm not looking to learn. I'm but, looking boom! To get that there you go. There, there you go. Stop right there. I, I, yes. I, there you go. Yes. I, I okay. think we're using the wrong yes, term sir. here. We are not really going to learn. It ain't about learning. We, it's not about yes, learning with no, this game, not. right? It's about momentum. No, we are it's, who we are. Yeah, exactly. It's about it's about momentum and I think confidence. So I know you say, oh, what a matter about cornerback two? Doesn't matter about the run defense. Doesn't matter about. Well, I think it matters in a sense of gaining that confidence as opposed to learning what cornerback two is or learning what the run defense is. You can't learn that from this one game. But if do if we, those if we, those exactly yeah, if those guys can if those players can play well though, right? and build that confidence and that mm-hmm. momentum, you want to take that into the playoffs as opposed to if they come out here, cornerback two, get whooped for three touchdowns, run game, give up 250. Like, okay. you don't you don't want that to happen. So, so can I ask you then, Scott, is it more positional play that we're looking at? Like, say, take cornerback two, for, for, for example, right? Are we looking to see if uh, Quinn actually shades that safety over to cornerback yep. two side? Are we looking for those specific things? Because then, fine, we're learning something. Because to me, that's something that's we can take to the playoffs and execute on. But I'm not looking to see if the run game can pull out 100 yards today. I mean, mm. this weekend. Right. I don't care about that. This is Washington. We should beat them, you know. And I'm expecting to see Cooper Rush by the third or fourth quarter because regardless or not, we're going to know if we end it to win it. Now, if Philly ties and San Francisco ties, then hell yeah. We're going to play to the final end, but I'm not necessarily looking to learn anything yeah. other than, okay, can Kellen Moore put a good game plan together and stick to it? <laughs> Meaning we run, play action, and take it to the playoffs. Run and play action. And if we die, run and play action, and we die, run and play action. But if this nigga throwing tosses 15 yards behind the play on first down. On third, bruh, yeah, right. <laughs> where we going? Where we going, bro? Hold on. I got to st- I, hey, you know good, good stuff, man. I got a yes, stat. Sir. I, I ain't want to pick up your time, brother. I, yeah, man. That's all I had to say, man. Now, good stuff. Hey, what's your name again? My name is Rue, man. I called Vox one time. He got me as Run It Up Rue. Yeah, man. Run It Up Rue. I like it, man. Call, call, call back again, Run It Up Rue. Appreciate you, big dog. Yes, sir, man. You keep doing your thing, brother. Thank you, fam. Yes, as, sir. As he was talking about play action, there was a stat that came up. Shout out to Cowboy Stats and Graphics on uh, on Twitter. I uh, was looking at yesterday and I was dumbfounded because he brought up play action. How many times did we we talk about how play action with this quarterback, he's deadly, right? With this team, he's deadly. Um, I was surprised to, to realize 
that the Cowboys rank outside the top 10 in play action percentage used for Dak Prescott in 2022. Uh, play action percentage used. Uh, they rank outside the top 10. And this part I'm not surprised about because he's a damn good quarterback. But he's third best in the NFL in yards per attempt without play action. So there's just so many things out there, resources, statistics. And if you want to use the eyeball test, film, all that to show you, bro, this guy is really good, really good with a very a mediocre scheme, in my opinion. Uh, but that surprised me. Uh, there was a point in time in the season where Dallas was one of the highest uh, play action teams in the league. And it, it's kind of one by the wayside. And again, that may go back to uh, getting a bit lazy with the run game of late. And, 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 and listen, to run play action, you do not need to be successful running. A lot of people say that. That is false. You don't need it, but hey, we were, we're, we're running for seven yards per carry, so we got to run play action. No, you could be running for one yard per carry. Play action still can work. Um, so I would like to see that incorporated a little bit more, too, moving forward. But as long as four is back there, man, I feel like, Whatever is called, he will make the best of it the best he can. Regardless. Shout out to Vaj. Hey, Vaj, somebody called in earlier and and was talking about, oh, it was my guy from the Bahamas. We're talking about Philly. And I just thought in my head, I think if he said it out loud, they were perplexed. If you missed the perplexed, suplexed, uh episode from yesterday you have to go back and watch it man these philly fans continue to to not surprise me with their reasonings and excuses whatever you want to call it all right let me lock these up where we at 9 30 <laughs> i understand toxic i i know that man but he's the one i have the most confidence in boy you you, you could take a sunny day and make it a rainy one. Nine three one. What's good? Not much, fam. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm working. <laughs> hey, uh, don't really have too much time. Actually, just took a little bit of a break to actually okay. call you. Appreciate it. Um, so, about Sam Howell, I'm a North Carolina fan, so like I watch what games I can, especially where I'm at. Um. He's not really that guy, so to speak, but he is a he's a legitimate quarterback when given the chance, but it's the pros. So we're gonna see how that goes. Uh but he was pretty highly touted, especially like in North Carolina. Uh especially they had some recently good years and that's mainly because of him. You don't really think of North Carolina as it pertains to football. The only players you really think about, you're talking about like a Dre Bly or Julius Pepp or something like that. So I mean they've Dre Bly, that's a name right there. Right, right. So um, I had an opportunity to watch some of the Washington team's games uh, just through, like, red zone and whatnot. They run Curtis Samuel in the backfield, like, very much like Debo. They do a lot of Debo Samuel-ass stuff. So that's something that the Cowboys are going to be having to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, they they did they so, did it he did it against uh, the Cowboys the first matchup or some some uh, was it jet sweeps and whatnot pitches and things like that. Mhm. It, it's I think it's interesting to see like whenever you look at certain teams how they started off and where they're at now. 
people Actually, figure no, out schemes. He didn't. He didn't do it in the first match. My apologies, but he does it throughout the season. Yeah, like he, they'll put him in the backfield. They'll run him like a running back, very Debo esque, damn near Cousins like uh, to do that type of scheme. But you're gonna see that people have figured out a lot of schemes. I think that's what you see in Philly. The reason why they ain't doing like they used to. Granted, Jalen is hurt. No pun intended. But I think a lot of people are figuring out what they didn't know, and a lot of things are being seen on on film. I think that Dallas has so many rotating pieces that you can't really actually figure out what they truly are. That's the reason why you see them going up in points per game as opposed to going down. So I think this game, the only thing you're really trying to do, get players acclimated to what they're going to be doing in the season. CB1 has been amazing. CB2 went down, CB3 went down, and now you're, you know, with Deron, and he's been doing well. Um, Kelvin was unfortunately Kelvin. So I think that this game is mainly just getting players acclimated to what their roles are going to be whenever it moves over into the postseason. I think the players are just going to be paying attention to what's in front of them if things fall on their lap with Philly and uh, San Francisco, then that's that's going to be great. But I think for right now, everybody's just getting acclimated to their roles, especially the offensive line, and that's the main thing. Indeed. I definitely appreciate you taking my call, and uh, I'll try to get into the volume. Uh, so by that time, I'll actually have some of my numbers and stuff in front of me, but I wanted to definitely give it a call and, uh, you know, push some things out as far as I, I noticed as far as Sam Powell and what they're doing. So, I, appreciate, doing I appreciate your time. Appreciate the Sam Howell insight and uh, your call, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Cowboys are just looking at what's in front of them. They understand what's in front of them, number one. They, they got to win. Uh I don't think they approach this any differently than any other week. Go out here, get the dub, uh, and, and try to get the dub and, and be healthy in, in the same instance because they're still playing for the division, right? They're still playing for the division. All right, Bro G, send us out, man. What's up, William Stillian? Good morning, my man. Good morning, good sir. Yeah, man, shoot this game. It's gonna, it, it, I think they're, everyone's saying the same thing. You know it's going to be a good test. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a good uh, precursor. Uh, uh, one of the teams we might run into into the playoffs. Uh, picking back off of the uh, first, the caller before me, uh, you know how I was saying they kind of run a similar offense or some similar plays as the as the guys out here in San Francisco, and it's a uh, and that quarterback from North Carolina that they drafted. He's pretty similar to Purdy, so. Oh, uh, but I think this quarterback, this quarterback has a, a, a arm. I seen him play a couple of times uh, uh, last year. That he came on television about I don't know two, three times national television. It's Miami and uh, Virginia Tech, and he got the arm. He can throw deep. So they're going, they're going to try CB two going deep. Yes. Uh, so uh, that's going to be good practice because we know uh, we saw what Brady did with the uh, Evans last week. You know, they threw like three, score on like three nine routes. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good test, like you said, man. As far as, uh, both sides of the ball, I think uh, yeah, they ain't gonna be no slouches. Just good. We need to test, and uh, hopefully, you know, like you said, and everyone else said, we come out this game healthy. Most of all, healthy, and uh, like we we cut down penalties. That's a good thing, and uh, no turnovers, man. No turnovers, and and, and just make sure we're sound on our tackling. You practice on tackling. Yeah, uh, Brian Robinson Jr., you know, if you don't tackle him, man, he, he's a hard-nosed runner. So, yeah, you definitely got to tackle. 
And 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 look, I think this team is much better than Washington. I mean, definitely with Sam Howard quarterback. So as a total thing, I think this Cowboys team should be able to handle them. But within the game, right, the game within the game, there's small little tests that I think uh, the Cowboys can can be facing here, especially with the O line shuffle, especially with the cornerback situation that you just want to see them pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's all I got for the show, Sky, man. Shoot, uh, man, I mean, actually, I feel I feel better about this year than I did last. Well, I was feeling good last year. I even feel better this year going to the playoffs. So Ooh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Ooh, save that question. Hey, appreciate you, bro, G. All right, my man. Have a good one. Ooh, right. I love it. Let's save that one. What's tomorrow, Friday? Oh, let's save that one. I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to ask the question, but. I want to save that question. Appreciate you, bro G, for that. That might be tomorrow's meat and potatoes. Get the pulse of the nation, literally. See how y'all feel. Shout out to the Cochran Firm and shout out to Boston Scientific, Dubai Sky. He bounced back. He gave us a scare in the Jags game, but he bounced back. We're on a streak now. But if you are like, 39 million men in the U.S. who suffer from ED. Boston Scientific can help you out. They've created edcure.org to help you find your best cure. It's easy to get started. You head on over. You take a quiz. You learn the severity or risk of ED. And if you do have conditions that put you at higher risk, you find customized content. Visit edcure.org to get the facts and find a urologist who can offer treatment options that work when others do not. It ain't hard, but you can be. You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the million of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and... Here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. I'm here to rescue you, man. Hey, sloppy, toxic. Come on, man. I, I don't even want to say your name, but yeah, we can't say that on here, Toxic Joey. Can't say that on here, man. Professor O, I'm telling you, Boston Scientific, if, if, if they had any flavor in their marketing department, that could be a ridiculous, like, marketing tactic, man. Just saying. Good stuff today, Cowboys Nation. Good stuff. Tomorrow, we'll tackle that question that popped in my head as Bro G was talking there. And uh, it's Friday. Again, we don't get too many roll out the TV Fridays, and that won't be a roll out the TV Friday, but it also won't be a a, a tough one. Should be an easy show. Um, got Washington coming up. Doesn't matter to them. Matters to the Cowboys. They can get that number one seed, win the division, all that good stuff. We'll continue to talk about that and have that discussion. Later, Mo will be back on. A to Z Sports Prime Time talking about this matchup even further. So make sure y'all support Mo. And then the final show of the week, you can find me over on the volume. Shout out to the 
Lil Big Bro, <laughs> Vach Lombardi on, on the Vach Lombardi Live Show. About 3.06. We might have to really change that to 3.16. Uh, three, three-ish. We'll be over there continuing to talk about this game, breaking it down on the final show of the week. Still blows my mind we are at week 18, man. Crazy. Crazy. Nah, Sully, I did not see that uh, episode, but I think we've heard that many a times, right? Like Jerry sold his soul for the Super Bowl. It was a it was a point in time where I was like, ah, dismissing the whole curse thing, but I'm like, God, man, that might be a thing, but nah, I can't have that mindset. Uh, we got a couple more. We'll, we'll talk about a little bit more here in the chat, and then we we'll get up out of here. LP or the NP said, I need to trademark that bar. I'm telling you, man. I haven't heard anybody say it. I haven't heard Seattle. Can I say that? I haven't heard the V1 say it. I haven't heard uh, the C1 say it. What's the other one? The the BC1. I haven't heard them say it. I say it like I can't say it. I mean, I, I can say those names, but I ain't giving them free advertisement. But Boston Scientific, though. Hey, man. Holla at me. If you need a marketing agent, I'm just saying said jesse and nate lost it oh i gotta see it now me and jesse are actually actually recording um cowboys fourth and long tomorrow so let me i'm gonna bring that up matter of fact remind me tomorrow sully if i forget you said something about a curse uh-huh i'm gonna bring that up i'm gonna surprise him hey man you think the cowboys are cursed <laughs> since the third super bowl let's see if that triggers him man but look, appreciate y'all for joining me this morning. Another fantastic episode with you guys riding shotgun. I said this to Michelle, man. Doing this show solo, it wasn't supposed to be this way, but doing this show solo, a lot of people don't understand what it takes out of y'all, but every time, out of you, but every time I click that live button, I get on here, my energy takes another level because of y'all, and I appreciate that a whole lot. I, my words would just never be able to express it, so... I thank y'all for being here this entire season, riding out with us. We have we have done the goal that we came out to set, and that was hit 20K. That was to be one of the best, if not the best, morning show talking Dallas Cowboys in the land. And I think we are um, exceeding those those goals. But we got more to reach here in 2023, and, and I want y'all to be a part of it, man. I want y'all to be a part of it. With that said, go ahead and hit this button. Hey, hey, Snitch, it, listen, if you do pat me, just give me a little cut. That's all I'm asking for, bro. It's a little something-something. I ain't greedy. Just give me a little something-something. Hey, man, put Darren Woodson in the Hall of Fame. Stop playing with Woody. Not that Woody. Darren Woodson. I love y'all. We out. Peace.